It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. some combat training and firearm training and stuff like that but yeah i can't necessarily sh- share pictures of where i was at or location i was at we at war is that it's why? an active <laughs> they don't want us to know we're at war in mexico no i mean it's just uh <laughs> no we're not at war with mexico it's just uh it's a current active uh training ground for the seals so Got i it. can't yeah they don't want oh that makes yeah. sense then. okay i can't really tell you yeah, i mean i could say san diego san diego is a big area but yeah. But um, where I was actually at was, you know, like if something went down in the States, that would be probably one of the first points that the Steels would gather at. Now, if something mm. went down to in, go do stuff. If something went down in Pomona, can you transfer those skills and <laughs> I mean, use what you... At the end of the day, <laughs> no. <laughs> Not off three hours or so. I mean, to me, it just, man, it it makes your head explode. There's so much stuff those guys know in terms of combat. You know, they all know, like, jujitsu, and they all know, um, you know, they know a lot of hand-to-hand combat stuff, but then they know firearm training, and then they know, you know, they know how to work knives. They got, you know, so Jimmy, who we, by this time, we would already have our men's night by the time this podcast comes out, but I, I, I met Commander May the day before and he uh-huh. kind of was wearing like hey Hi. my wife hey, 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 hey. Hey, i'd met Kim, commander mayhem and he was just wearing pretty pretty normal clothes he had like a prey shirt on and stuff like that and then and then the next day when we were going over to their training site he was in the lobby and he had like seven knives on his bell and <laughs> an empty gun holster and everything like that and i was like Oh, he's scary, scary. You know, yesterday he looked like a fit wrestler. You know, today I would not even – if I literally saw this guy at Target, I would try not to make eye contact as much as possible, you know. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, you look at the hand gesture. Did you like guys have anybody, in, any family members in the Navy or Army? Yeah, I mean, I gra- our, uh, our, well, our – yeah, both great grandfather. Our grandfather, our grandfather was in the Air Force, and then our great grandfather was. He died the last five five days of um, of World War Two in oh, France. Yeah, but he was Army, I think. Yeah, my my grandpa was in the Navy. Did yeah. you ever want to go in? I was actually uh, this close to going in. Really? I was a uh, chaplain in the Navy seven years ago. I went Did through the too? whole entire process. Okay, Recruit you were doing the Navy. Huh? You would have done the Navy. Yeah, I would have been a chaplain for the Navy. That's pretty cool. Well, he looks yeah. like a Navy guy. He does. He really. Does. I would have served <laughs> four, four years under the no, greatest I'm president. Kidding, Navy guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez, the guy's a loose no. cannon, man. No, I don't. <laughs> One bad episode last week, man, and here we are. No, <laughs> you know what? Really it's not. the caffeine. I've noticed ever since I started drinking coffee. Is it the on co- this, caffeine or I, the chocolate? On my the energons are on another level. Is this new? Like the coffee thing is new. What do you mean, drinking coffee? Is that really coffee or is well, it Well, yeah, like you said it was milk. the coffee. Like, you made it sound like it's a new thing. Like, No, you just no, I noticed it. that ever since I started drinking coffee while on the podcast. Oh. Something about it. Like, my energons are different. So, are you like this? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a nerd. It may be You're the caffeine. That's day. what I'm saying. It may be the caffeine. Yeah. Come on Friday and ask him. Come on. Come <laughs> Just don't have the coffee. Though, yeah, don't before. have the coffee that day. Well, I mean, yeah, we, don't have, look him in the we eyes. have Freemason in our blood, so it's like, it's not that offensive, right? No, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a blood thing. <laughs> I don't think it's like being Italian or something. <laughs> I think you're either in or you're not. Golly. Well, to pivot, uh, <laughs> my my uh, my my brother graduated uh, from the Air Force Academy okay. and served in the Air Force for oh, a number of years. Awesome. That's awesome. How long? <sighs> Over ten years. Dang. Dang, yeah. that's awesome. It was my dream, from like third grade. Yeah, your junior year of high school. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm going to the military. I'm going to be a pilot. Well, what made me do the chaplaincy, I was literally like this this far away. I, I met with the commander, or what, um, the guy, one of the guys. Like the recruiter? Yeah, and being a chaplain, I had to get... I had to get approval from a board of other chaplain pass chaplains. Yeah. And so this board of just like old, like 70, 80-year-old dudes, mm-hmm. um, we spoke on a conference call, and they were just asking me about certain things. And um, it was right after a really hard time, and I was, like, thinking about transitioning to some other form of ministry. And one of the guys sent something, and he was just like, you know what? I feel like God is telling me you need to be still and know that I am God. And he was the one person that I needed um, to, like, agree to affirm, and then I get in. So that that was the one reason why I didn't get in. Otherwise, I would have got in. My whole life would have on a whole nother trajectory right if he would have just stamped the That's seal crazy. of yeah. approval i've heard in the military like there's two people you don't piss off you don't piss off the chaplain and the medic like those are the two people you don't hmm. because the chaplain isn't really your uh, he's more of a counselor than like a religious leader mm-hmm. because the chaplain has to chaplain for every religion you just you may be a christian chaplain but you have to make sure you're basically protecting the rights of every a person in, in the platoon and squadrons, religious liberties, mm-hmm. and your availability mm-hmm. is there to help them process their their religious necessities and also be a be someone they can talk to, you know, regardless of yeah. your religion and their religion. And so, I've heard before, like those are the those are kind of the two guys you don't want to get on, or, or well, women a lot you don't want to get on your bad there's side, a lot of the medic or them. the chaplain, because yeah, they're just there. They don't carry they yeah. don't carry weapons or anything like that. They're just they're there you know, to serve, which is, which is pretty cool. And you get like a higher uh, status or, you know, they have the different tiers. tiers. Uh-huh. And I always thought that was interesting because I'm like, man, I, I'm like, I have no, literally Background. no combat experience <laughs> in, in any capacity <laughs> in my life. And I'm, and I'm automatically yep. jumping the ranks. To, oh, because you're like a general, general or whatever the title. Yeah, 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 the title that they like call a, him. Whatever. I could, I'm 100% yeah. wrong. It could be like, it's like captain. Yeah, I remember doing like the that. physical too in San Diego. I did the physical with did a bunch really? of like 18 year olds. I did oh, everything. Wow. Yeah, I literally did everything. Did you beat I knew you were interested in it, but I didn't do. know you, you went that far. Yeah, I did it. everything. I literally would have been on a ship to, to my voyage a month. A month later, if that guy would have stamped the proof. I looked into it on the reserve <laughs> side. I told Ashley after I watched Top Gun again that I was going to look into it. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to look into a reserves chaplaincy for the military. Oh, and But you have to have a master's for it. It's actually really rigorous. Oh, so you yeah. need a degree. Just, you need, yeah. So yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, you need have, a, you you have a to have a master's. Yeah. Ma- like the chaplain is yeah. like one of the most educated people on the base. And you need, a, you need like a, that, Ashley. 
because she knows how much I hate. And you, and you need like, a, like schooling. And stuff. you need to be a part of like a denomination of elders that can affirm you. Correct. You can't just be like some random church. You can't just and, go get a degree and yeah. then be like, hey, I want to sign up. Yeah, you it's actually need, really hard. Yeah. I looked into it, and then a recruiter. It was so weird. I watched Top Gun, and then literally on my LinkedIn, uh, an Air Force recruiter DMs me the next day. Yes, God. Exactly right, <laughs> right. That's the FBI on your phone. All, all the people I talk to in church, they they be telling me that's how God works, right? Yeah. You watch a movie, you get a DM yeah, the next yeah. day. Like apparently that's how God speaks, right? Has nothing to do with practicality or Reading your Bible, you know, prayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or be, you know. You would actually God be a really good just, chaplain uh, because it's basically a young adult ministry. Yeah, I was like all 20, you know, 20. Like I would, 18, I would 19, love 20, it, 21. man. Like I get around these yeah. uh, these guys, you know. In the, seals i was with yesterday i'm like dude i'm so not these guys but i love these guys because mm-hmm. i like how um there's all so stoic like you can't have any mm-hmm. emotions yesterday someone asked a question and they said when have you ever been vulnerable and he said don't you ever say that v word in my in your life around me <laughs> oh, he's like vulnerability gets you killed See, wow. <laughs> you know, and See? I was like, I was like, oh dang! Let's not bring that. Back so, up. Sanaz, no, yeah, right? let's Sanaz, not, let's did not. you hear that? That once again affirms my position on vulnerability. On our and they go, well, how would you put it? He would be like, he's like, I would put it as transparent, honest, like, but we don't use the word vulnerable. He's like, he's like, that'll get you kicked out, oh, <laughs> pretty much. I was like, we were like, dang. And then later on, he like told us like something really honest. And then one of the wives that was there was like, thank you for your vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just to like wow. jab at him. And he, he caught he, it. That and got he was like, he got, I mean, he laughed. Jimmy oh. laughed. But yeah, you could tell. I mean, she was she was pushing back on, which was funny. He, I mean, he thought it was funny. He can't. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty cool. But man, I went. So I'm watching Top Gun the next day. Air Force recruiter on LinkedIn DMs me. Was like, hey Adam, you know I'm a recruiter for chaplaincies. Mm-hmm. You know, would you ever be interested? Because you know they just go through LinkedIn and look at people's um, professional backgrounds and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, this, and I was already thinking about it, reserve style, but on the reserves. And I even texted to Ashley, and then I looked into it long enough, and I was like, I'm not gonna go get a master's to go do this <laughs> thing. If you guys will yeah. take me as I am, <laughs> I mean, I could yeah, maybe convince some uh, some Bible school in some random place and get yeah. an honorary doctorate yeah. or master's. I might, I mean, I might be able to make that work, but I feel like the military would still be like, no, it's not good enough. Got it. So yeah. here I am, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still doing this modest podcast and, you know, a mess. A mess. <laughs> and preaching and counseling, you know, doing the same thing here. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> just without a uniform, uniform which I right. would love. That's what I consistently fall back on. I would love a uniform, not a military which, uniform, just some type of thing that I don't ever have to think about what I'm wearing ever again. I would love that, too. Laundry that would, would be that fantastic. Too. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to become be Episcopalian mm. and just wear Black and a little sachet every well, day. Hey, you yeah. should have threw one on today. You're wearing on black. Anyways. I well, Orthodox, Orthodox, Catholic, Episcopalian. There, there are quite a number of denominations where you don't really have to. Lutherans. There's a lot. A uniform. There are a lot of wardrobe. uniforms. I feel like I can see Aaron, Aaron, Aaron as like a, bishop, like a bishop, like a bishop, like T.D. Jakes. Oh, God. Not that. with the robe. <laughs> <laughs> and I would give him like a priest hat. Like, <laughs> People should do that for like a week. That I, all the pastors have to get like whatever you would want to wear and just wear it that way. Whatever denomination. What outfit would we wear if you, you would could wear uh, Jordan's, Amiri yeah. skinny jeans, yeah. and a leather jacket? Yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> shoes would have to be non 
can't deny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear the garb, garb but yes. I, as long as I can wear the Crocs, Crocs. too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there was oh, no. this viral picture of this, uh, like, Episcopalian Korean priest in Korea, and he had Yeezys on under his cloak. He had, like, this big cloak, <laughs> and he had all these sashes. And Ooh, You ever see that, Jeremiah? No, it's, like, really funny. He's, like, doing the Eucharist and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then when he, like, lifts his hands, the, his kind of his robe kind of lifts up, and then you see the Yeezys, and so someone was recording it. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Yeah. That'd be great. We should do that. Where you Maybe uniforms? October, because it's like Halloween, oh, kind of yeah. dress up, dressing up cool. as your favorite. Well, it's, yeah. re it's Reformation Month, too, which and a lot of people don't ever month, talk yeah. about. So you just go full Reformation Month. You just need month. the giblets that say God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. And just have it all over the crux. All over the yeah. crux. I could see, I would put Chelsea, and people will have to Google it. Amy Semple McPherson from Foursquare used to have this like uniform where she'd wear this like white wedding gown. With, like, <laughs> it was like a silk one. Like yeah. a silk one. You got to Google Amy Semple yeah. McPherson preaching. It's I'm like this right silk, and she had these like Princess Leia buns, you know. And she and she was like, you know, people would, Hollywood would just swarm to listen to her preach because she was just so entertaining. And she would have this choir and this orchestra and all these things. And she wear this white gown and and have like a little sash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron's got it. Aaron's got it. Dude, she. I mean, she was a performer. <laughs> she was. Yeah. And Love she was it. one of the first mega churches. Yeah. Um, Caleb. Period. She's throwing up you the know? sign. She's throwing up the sign. Oh, she's throwing up the sign. Uh oh. <laughs> that is, uh, uh, that, that's, that's the, the sign. Mother Virgin yeah, that's Mary. That's my outfit. All of October. So every day in October, are we gonna do this? Because I'm down. We'll dress. We'll dress as some type of Protestantism in history. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be great. Yeah. But don't say anything. When I was I'll probably in, dress, yeah. I'll probably <laughs> just dress just like show up. Just show up. Just yeah, show yeah, just show up. You remember yeah. when you remember confused. in college I got on to Wipeout, the TV show? Yeah. You remember yeah. that? You were on that show? So here's what happened. Uh -oh. Here's he what happened, dude. Yeah, I got so I'm in college. Okay. And they all it, like the the it, the interview happens in Burbank. So my college is like 15 minutes away from it. So I put in the submission thing, I get told, yeah, you could come. And Caleb's in seminary at the time. He's super, you know, you know, Padre Pio, <laughs> very, very reformed, very, you know, uh, just everything. The dude's, the dude's Amish, basically. So, so I go to the interview, and they tell you like stand out in some type of way. And so I come, I put on a monk's costume. I buy a monk. No, like, you don't. I swear to God. <laughs> no, you don't. I swear to God. Yeah, Do you yeah, have yeah. footage of yeah. this? Somewhere? Oh my! No, it's God. like, it's like. 12 years ago. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I don't think I even had a smartphone that could take a picture back yeah. then. So, uh, so I go and I put on a monk's costume. I go in the bathroom. I show up normal. I go, they go, hey, you're coming up in 10 minutes. I say, okay, can I go to the bathroom? I go in the bathroom, put on this monk's costume. I come out. I go to the producer's thing. They got like a little camera on you and they're recording you. And, you know, you, you ask, you answer some questions and then, and then you, you know, if you're wearing something, you explain why. So I tell them I'm a, I'm a Bible college student and i'm majoring in theology and yada 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 and they just the producers were cracking up like okay. they were laughing so hard so i walk out and i'm like man i think i got it i think i got it so so i leave and that week they feature like another girl who's like christian on wipeout okay and they start number one they start calling her like the jesus girl and then, like, the hosts start, like, blaspheming God, basically. Oh, God. They're like, oh, where's your God now? Like, if she fell, right? Like, oh, where's oh. your God now? Like, oh, you know, they're saying stuff like that. Okay. And then they start bleeping her out when she falls to make her sound like, oh, like, she would no say way. stuff like, oh, shoot. 
and they would bleep her to make it, and they go, oh, what a potty mouth from oh. this Christian. You could tell it was fake. But I mean, like I'm a, Dang, I'm they a, did her dirty. yeah, like they did her dirty, and I'm, and the, and my whole pitch was that I'm a gonna be a pastor one day. And amongst it. And <laughs> yeah, and then they, and then they reach, so they reach out. They're like, you got it. We want you to wear what you came in with, like on the show. <laughs> and I really stopped after I watched the episode. I was like, man, if they, if they, because I wasn't coming to Abundant Living at that time. So I'm like, if if people see that. I could not get a job after Bible school because of this. Like, it's not just right. funny. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I could literally not get work yeah. because yeah. people could say, oh, we've seen that or whatever. And, oh, you're the, that guy or whatever. And I won't get hired. And especially I was in the reform circle back then yeah. who are yeah, yeah, who yeah. are very, very strict on standards <laughs> and all that. I may not even been able to go into seminary because that was my plan. So I'm like talking to Caleb and Caleb's just like, yeah, man, I, I don't think you should do it. I remember him and his buddy, um, Oh man, who's that dude? Your buddy who was uh African American guy who was in seminary with you. Raphael. Raphael, yeah. You and Raphael were yeah. driving, you're like, man, you shouldn't do it. So I told he them can't be African American with a name like Raphael. Well <laughs> Was he mixed? I was mean Master mixed with mixed. He has to be mixed. Raphael. No, he was Raph, he was from like Lu Louisiana. Raph. McNeil. Or something like McNeil that. is his oh, last okay. name. Yeah. McNeil. Okay. Raphael. So I mean they only had crazy. Three African Americans going to master <laughs> seminary. So True. it's not hard to mix them up. I had to tell Caleb yeah. it was your black friend. It was like you know, yeah, he was well, a cool guy. Exactly yeah. He was a cool guy. So I remember they told yeah. they were really like, no, we don't think you should do it. So I emailed the producers back and said, hey, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do it. And they said, you signed a contract. You have to do it. If you don't do it, we'll we'll come after you. You already agreed to it. We've already put you through casting and all that stuff like that. Oh wow. And then I just emailed back and I said, do what you got to do. <laughs> I just said, do what you got to do. That's crazy. I'm not going to do it. And Nothing I mean, they, no, no. Yeah. They're yeah. probably just trying to skip. They don't have the time to deal with some 21 year old who, but yeah, I mean, I was always bummed out. My just, dad was on know. white belt. No, he what wasn't. He got really? to the top three. No, I think I remember oh, yes, that. I remember. And he broke his ankle like yes. the first round Are and then he tore his pet. What? Yes. Oh my God. The second Small to last world. round. What so anytime he flexes, one peck is like way no. bigger than the other and he blames me because I signed him up for it. No. So. <laughs> For I think I remember yes. that. Uh -huh. Well, that was probably uh -huh. like what, eleven years ago? It, yeah, about 10, 11 years ago. So, yeah, and then we got a freaking prices right attendant. <laughs> yeah, what? prices right with what Ashley. <laughs> Ashley went in prices but she right. Won. I would go on. Well, any she won show. money. Yeah, I'd go on any show. I wanted to go on Survivor, and he was like, "No." But your sister did. But she did. Yeah. 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 I wanted to, but hey. I would not do wipeout. Wipeout seems just too dangerous. And but you would do Survivor. The, uh, yeah, you. Well, just, what someone told me who, what, who I don't maybe, maybe <laughs> no. your dad can attest to this, Chelsea, because I've heard it from a couple people. I heard on Wipeout because you wait for a long time because everybody's got to like take their turn. Mm -hmm. I heard they do like an open bar uh, for for everyone, oh. and, and there's a huge culture of encouragement to yeah. to drink, and because they they really want you to kind of be. Goofy. Drunk and yeah. tipsy Goofy. by time, and that's why so many people make sense. do seemingly. You know, you're like, that's easy. I could do that, yeah. but yeah. They, there's or a lot of. Their time I've heard there's a lot of peer pressure it, yeah. around, like, oh, have a drink, have a drink, have a drink, lose it, and you're waiting for like two and a half hours till it's your turn, and you're and they do it outdoors, so you're oh. under like a little tent, mm -hmm. just waiting for your turn, and then they have all this, you know, alcohol, and so by the time you go up, so many people are like you're so lit. buzzed that yeah, they just yeah. they just mess up. I wonder you know, if they do that on floor is lava. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure yeah. they do stuff that, like that. My kids yeah. enjoy watching that one. Same here. Yeah. Matthias yeah. loves. I don't that know one. how true it is, but 
I heard that mm. from a few people, you know. You guys should go on Floor's Lava. You just need a fourth, like Jeremiah. Just get four people. Yeah, then, I then can't. Can I can't s- have Jeremiah. I don't trust Jeremiah. <laughs> 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 now that I'm a Navy SEAL, I learned yesterday. It's all about trust. It's all about trust. Oh gosh. Uh oh. Oh gosh. He's probably gonna send me through some drills when we get home. Yeah. I'm like, golly. I'm gonna have a family meeting when uh, I yeah, get home. I'm sure. A chart a list of oh, things gosh. to do. I'm gonna wake up in camo pajamas. Oh gosh. <laughs> Wow. I break a sweat taking out the trash nowadays, so I don't think I'm the best. <laughs> it's not about trust. It's just about surviving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Probably not good. Well, that's exciting. Here's what's special as we come in today, because that was, I mean, that was just us talking and opening it up. Today we have, well, Ashley came in, sat with us, my Hi. wife, Hi guys. Ashley, and then we got Aaron, one of the, one of the regs, Yo. and then me and Caleb Peoples Padre in the house. We got Chelsea in here. We got Ooh. Nancy. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Were you? No, you were. I'm trying. I was trying to remember last week's episode when me and well, yeah, there's Gabe right there. Hey, Gabe. Um, I was trying to make last week's episode when me and Caleb got in our fight, which at this point it hasn't aired. It's going to air in two days or whatever. So we don't know, you know, what we wanted to do, everybody, but we just we were came in hot. And Aaron Ashley don't know. We got me and Caleb gotten a, a pretty heated uh, dispel, uh, you know, last week's episode. So Ooh. it'll come out like two days. So we're gonna see who nice. whose team and bias people are on. And okay. so we still don't know that yet. You know, as this episode is being recorded. But suffice to say, what we wanted to do, but Ashley wasn't here yet or anything like that, was oh, me and Caleb, me and Caleb wanted to uh, not. You guys start the recording and say that me and Caleb said that we're not going to be working together for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What you do that? And say that so you guys got, he, were there. Got to I mean, he got passionate. Okay. But we do it every day of our life. So I think for other I, people, I, I, I oh, sent wow, Corey some videos right. this week we that this more, further proves my point. If we wanted to do a part oh, two. Oh, <laughs> no, you didn't. I need a little yeah, break. I did. It just so happens that TikTok listened to our conversation. Our conversation. And so That's all tough. week they were throwing me uh, clips that were validating my opinion. And yeah, that's, it's called an algorithm, Caleb. No, what no, What happens no. is you get on the algorithm and it gives you the but videos that you want. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying you said it all validated your opinion. Of course yeah, I know. it did. It's that's an what's echo called... chamber. That's I know, it's an echo chamber. I know how it works. <laughs> I'm not be stupid. showing you the stuff. You I'm not stupid. I know how it works. I'll, it's I'll, an echo I'll, chamber. I'll it's how they you keep my, you addicted. They, they tell, tell you, you what you want to hear. Yes. I know how it works. Yeah, do you? But I do think it's crazy that it seems to have the ability of listening in on conversations because well, I'm oftentimes I'll have a conversation and then the next clip, I pulled my TikTok, yep. and it's my conversation. Absolutely. I think it does. Yeah, I, I think it has microphone sharing. But, yeah, it's pretty trippy. Um, I, well, wish, I wish it was the trip. same as, like, I wish I had a million dollars, and then I and opened my bank. It just yeah, started right? showing you how to yeah. do it. I mean, yeah. That, yeah. Would, that would... That would be real. But I yeah, talk about that yeah. stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I mean, yeah. honestly, because out of pure enjoyment, if we do a part two, okay. I would highly prefer Sanaz to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we need Sanaz. You and Sanaz have the most tension of we philosophies. We have the most divergent. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sanaz is really... You know, has yeah. a very feminist language to her herself, and you are just—I don't know what you are. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> tomorrow you'll be something new, but um, but that is where that's why I want to enjoy the part two. Because depends Aaron, on who the underdog is. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, In the 1920s, I probably would have been a feminist. Okay, yeah, yeah, nowadays, yeah. 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 
Yeah, because Aaron would Aaron would show what true Switzerland would be if we did a part two. Oh, he completely like, would be Switzerland oh, for sure. Switzerland. And then he'd yeah. go, "Let's pray." <laughs> <laughs> it seems a little heated in here, guys. Let's join hands. Please. He'd be like, "Let's it pray." Heated. Oh, that was a lot. And then Ashley would be like, "Yeah, I mean, whatever Adam said." Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Which. Which no, supports my view no, by proxy, by implication, she would that would no. fully that in in one sentence that supports all of my arguments. Oh, just gosh. that response. No, it does not. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind no, of. No, it does not. Okay, Chelsea, let's go. <laughs> Round two. Round, Round two. two. I, I could. Caleb had coffee. <laughs> oh, so do I. Right. Okay. okay. Oh, you got coffee too? Yeah. Oh, this is dangerous. Yeah, I have some too. What are we getting into? <laughs> oh, I didn't get any. Yeah. Let's pray no. first. Right. <laughs> Pastor yeah. lead us. So that's a thing. We were going to play a trick and say that we weren't talking to each other anymore for a while. So, but literally after the podcast, we went to lunch and, and talked more about it <laughs> and laughed. Yeah. That's good times. Oh, shit. It's good be. times. It'll All come right. back. I, but I want the part two with Sanaz being here. That is the joy. Yeah. I, I'm just going to let her out the cage. Yeah. yeah that gotta would be have you. a referee. That'd be yeah. Hello, Switzerland. Yeah. Hi. We nice can both to meet ref. You. I'll ref too. I'll ref. I, you know. Oh, part, part. Sanaz versus Caleb. Caleb. Oh. Yes. That's what you would have Because to part of my argument last week was just me also going. I like to argue, so I fa- <laughs> I saw what side Caleb was on, and so I took another side. You know, it's like, Got it. and, and so it's good it because fun, it helps so. clarify arguments and yeah. helps flesh out things, helps that, pull more out. So yeah. I even, you know, he may have said stuff that I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with, but when you're there, you're like, in this moment, I want to yeah. drill him yeah. right yeah. now. Right. I want to, yeah. I want to, I want to frustrate him, and he yeah. frustrate me. So, do you have a lot of heated <laughs> conversations with your brothers? Hmm. Deep conversations. Deep, gotcha. But I wouldn't Passionate. say we get, I don't, I wouldn't say we, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, no. no, no, never have? Oh, yeah, we have, oh, yeah, when yeah, we were yeah. younger, for yeah, sure, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger, though. Yeah, yeah, younger. Nice. Well, we have, it, it's an intellectual debate for right, argument. Right, but I'm saying, no, not <clears throat> argument, I, that's a passion. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I was just wondering if you ever get those with, I'm, my biggest brothers. my biggest point of trauma was I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Way to now that we go into this. Oh uh-huh. gosh. I remember I was 19 years old, maybe 18. We do a family trip to Disneyland. So that would make Caleb like 21, 22. Nathan, Nathan yeah, Aaron's favorite. I, you may you definitely probably wouldn't remember this because um, it didn't mean anything to you, but. <laughs> <laughs> it meant something to me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, we were in line. Get ready to apologize. I know. No, no. Well, t- yeah, I, I have something to say Hold to on. you <laughs> after this that you wouldn't be aware of. <laughs> that I've been waiting. <laughs> because. Hold on. I like this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We were at Disney. What, what's the what's the one that's you ride it in the dark? The roller coaster in the dark. Space, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Yeah. So we're in line for Space Mountain. We're all there as a family, and and my dad and Caleb <laughs> are talking about the Bible, right? So they're talking about the Bible. Okay, I remember that season. And uh, and so they're discussing. I, I don't know if they were debating or just dialoguing or whatever. And they're talking about the Apostle Paul, and they're talking about a place called Mars Hill that's in the Bible. Oh you know. Goodness. And so, and so it's a place, you know, Mars Hill, you, you go read it in the New Testament, Book of Acts. Uh, so it's a place of debate, all this stuff like that. Well, mind you, I'm like 18 or 19, a freshman in Bible school or whatever it is. So I asked them, what was Mars Hill? What's Mars Hill? I'd never heard. I mean, I grew up in the church. I mean, it just, 
And to me, it didn't really sound like a, a church word. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's Mars Hill? I might even been 17 or something. And they start laughing. You don't know what Mars Hill is? You don't know what, how you not? <laughs> That's messed you wanna, up. <laughs> That's so yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then That's literally, so, and if you yeah. meet my dad ever, you're like, I mean, he can he can rag you. Yeah, like, he yeah. can. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drag you through yeah. the mud. I mean, that's why we have such top skin, and that's why we can. Yeah. I mean, literally, well, the his, argument his last love week language was is docile, making fun of you. For sure, yeah. Oh, 100%. If he makes fun of you, he likes fun of you. That's how he's expressed. Sidebar, he sent me a text message of a gif that looks like, he said, looked like Adam today. And it's probably like... A guy well, that's well, like when we first started preaching, like that, when we no. first started preaching, the way my dad would compliment us is, "Hey there, oh, well, you know when you said, oh, do the makeup," and I'm like, <laughs> he just like ragged the whole message, like, bro, like, I, I worked really hard on that. Like, he'd be like, he'd be like <laughs> you're like, that, y'all, that was kind of dorky. Okay. Oh, yeah. He'll be like, yeah, he'll be like, like if I preach and I have a line of people after service just to say hi, he'll say, oh, you think you're popular, huh? Do they know that I had to wipe your butt when you were, t- you know, <laughs> just like, and you're like, dude, just chill, man. <laughs> so you got that riz. So that's it. And then you meet our grandpa. It's like 10 times worse. Like, yeah. like I can't even say what oh, he would yeah, say on this podcast. Well, he called me white boy growing up because yeah. I was the only person in the family that looked like a white person. Yeah. yeah. They grow up. Literally white our, boy. Literally, our grandpa still to this day, Caleb's nickname is not Caleb. It's white boy. White boy. <laughs> I'm, but I'm shocked you're still in the faith after that joke. I'd be like, dang, man, I'm not going to read the Bible. Anymore. No, that was my Batman a, moment. Let me say this. Aaron Adam knows me. a great storyteller because right before he dropped the hammer on what they laughed, he was like, I was 17. <laughs> so you did that to a minor. Well, that's, that's what he was in for. That's, yeah, what, he, yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, caught yeah. there. I was drawing yeah. back right. my youthfulness, yeah. right? Yeah. I was in 25 yet. My brain hadn't finished developing, right. you know? Yeah. But that's my Batman moment. Well, neither had mine. That was my Batman. Because I'm the type, you can't, like, I don't wallow. I And I, you know, like, you yeah. could you could dog on me all day long. I'm just going to, I'm going to work harder, do better. Which is why I miss my SEALs moment in my life. But <laughs> all in all. <laughs> Yeah. But when they said that, and I mean, they're razzing on How do you not? And that's why I'm trying to remember the actual time frame, because either I had just started Bible school, but it was definitely I, I knew I was saved. I want it was a, everyone knew I, too, wanted to go into ministry. So it was this. How are you going to go into ministry? And you don't even know what Mars Hill is. Have wow. you even read your Bible? And they're just like, Caleb and my dad are just razzing me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I will never be made to look stupid ever again for the rest of my Dang. life and it dude it I, all makes sense now i did not and i picked up every book and it all makes sense podcast now. and every and i went and majored in apologetics and debate because i'm like even if i'm wrong i'm still gonna sound like i won you know like uh, i'm gonna go learn yeah, debate, yeah exactly know? like yeah, i'm not gonna yeah. feel so so dumb in that like that moment for me i was like i'll never I'll never, I never and want to be in that position again. Not that I want to know everything, but it was just, they were dogging on me hard. And you know what your dad would say after you said that? You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he would. <laughs> yeah. If I told I my dad, that he you. was on the podcast, you know, he was me. on the last one, which we did great, or two ones ago or whatever. So and, um, but I think one of the next ones we'll do is is bring up all our trauma moments and make him respond the to it. Father's Day one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got a great Father's yeah. Day video oh, to start oh that gosh. conversation with him and Grandpa. That yeah. I don't oh, think wow. I don't think we'll be able to get Grandpa on. I think yeah. he'll refuse. But we'll get we'll get Dad, and if not, we'll have Nathan on. So Adam, you don't think so? You asked him, and he said no. Oh. No, I'm afraid to ask him. I'll ask him. 
I had a moment. He doesn't like. He owes me a favor. He don't like me. So so, it's a pivot. Yeah yeah. Um, I was dating Erica. This is years ago. We weren't even married. I wasn't saved. She wasn't saved. And my, but she knew my dad was a pastor. So she asked my dad a question. Uh oh. Oh no no. They know Erica. That's why they're saying that. She said. (laughs) (laughs) She said. She said. Hey, what's the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament? And I had no what idea. What books old what books do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, but this is my girl. I'm trying to flex. I'm in front of my dad. Yeah. So I just give some. And you weren't a Christian at that time. I was not a Christian. Okay. I was not in the Bible at all. Mm. I grew up in church. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she asked my dad that question. I interject with an answer. Now, my dad is like the opposite of Pastor Diego. Just very meek. Yeah. yeah. Laid yeah. back. He's yeah. the guy that always doing dad jokes, everything like that. So I give just some whack answer. <laughs> And he looks at me. He said, Aaron, don't speak about the Bible. You know nothing about it. <laughs> oh, oh And then he kept driving. Oh, man. <laughs> and I saw, I saw, like, this meek, chill guy get super you passionate <clears throat> about the word of God. Yeah. yeah you hit his in button. Front of my, yeah. yeah. Do not talk about the Bible. You know nothing about it. Yeah. That was my moment. Did Erica go? That's, ah! yeah, you a punk, Aaron. You a punk. Yeah, that's what that's, that's basically now, the Catholic know. Church's position. I mean, that's why they, they didn't translate. Because don't, don't talk about. We're not it supposed to translate oh, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> we leave it. We leave it up to our authorities to translate it and teach it to us. Yeah, oh we know the, our place. The, we're not allowed to interpret the Bible. Then yeah. Martin Luther were you came embarrassed? along. And, I was I was embarrassed enough to commit that okay if I give my life to the Lord I'm going to be able to answer that question mm. but I'm going to know about the Bible I'm mm. not going to be a Christian and then just oh because yeah. I go to church, church or this yeah, and that yeah, yeah. Yeah. because Erica was just asking a random question yeah yeah, yeah. So, wow so you're saying right now you could answer what's the difference between the New Testament not and yet the Old not Testament. yet okay. I still got to grow <laughs> you, got couple, you got a couple more years <laughs> yeah not not to be hard on your dad though but that says more about more of a sight on your dad than it does because as the father you're supposed to oh, shouldn't you teach your kids the bible yeah but i was a oh gro- yeah true, true. <laughs> but, I was but. Like, why didn't you teach me dad when i was a, I was a 20 grown, years old i was a grown man at that point yeah i'm a grown yeah. man so i mean he did his part but he was yeah. honest enough to tell me in my face in front of my girl you don't know these yeah. scriptures so don't you Jeez! Yeah. Why didn't you I'm, I'm teach me, Daddy? I'm, I'm interested. A minute ago, Caleb <laughs> said he had something on me. Oh, oh well, you know we like to talk about our trauma, and it's always, <laughs> uh, you know, it's always me as like the favoritism and uh, with Dad and stuff. But sure, okay. No, so. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've talked about that in the past. You know, my running and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't think so. From my perspective, though, mm. so. My running started um, when I was, what, 12 years old, um, probably 12, 12, 13 years old. And, and I've, made, I, I, I've said in the podcast that I didn't really ha- know my dad or have a closest to my dad up until the age of 12 to 13 when I started running. Yeah. So before that, like, I don't even have any, like, real, like, memory of, like, real, like, deep, interaction Mm -hmm. whatever big intentional because like what we've talked about is you know my dad focus was the church and uh, you know he focused on the church to uh, some of the neglect of his kids Mm -hmm. and so but up until that age i thought you were the favorite 
And so I was very jealous of you because you were the one in sports. So, so I was fat. You were yeah, in sports. I mean, and then the tables <laughs> switched. I got and you chunky, got fat. I got chunky during junior high. And then I, I started yeah. running. But... Now I got back into running. But they got, do say know. now, but they do say now the most formative and traumatic years a child can experience is from the ages of five to ten. So those were the ages that I was Stop being neglected. To find Caleb. Those were the ages that Stop I was being something. neglected. Listen. And so your issues and so that you made have me, issues. I'll that, give you that made me <laughs> <laughs> So, so anyways, but it all evens out in the end, I guess. Yeah. You had your season. I had my season. Yeah. I, did, I now, didn't have a we're, season. Now That's we're not... all good and reconciled. <laughs> my parents putting me in a soccer game is not, is not much an engagement level. But anyways, yeah. oh, gosh. Good times. Here's what I want to say, because you said you had some videos. But before I say that, I don't think Aaron has a copy, but he just finished a book. Aaron finished oh a book. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I would say, because I would not do it for a lot of people in the sense that. Ooh, are we interviewing? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe we will. You didn't have a copy. And um, I have. You have one in your backpack? I have my copy. Yeah, get it. A, Give me your copy. All right, one second. All right. What do you think I'm going to do with it? Think I'm gonna burn it. Read it. <laughs> He's right. like, I have a He's copy. Read, I just don't. Want, I don't know that I want to give it to you. Copy, you know? the one I wrote. I wrote really? inside. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna show everyone every one of your pages. We're not gonna read it the whole thing right okay. now. So it's not a book club. <laughs> okay, so here it is. I'm not a hater. I'm promoting his book on my I podcast. Am, How can I be a hater? It's called Proverbs. Drips, bro, with the drips. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking the drips, bro. The this is Caleb's first uh, reaction to it. Oh, yeah, I it says the that. not for resale, but we, he has actual co I have another copy. It's 31 daily drips of wisdom. Here's what I love about it, okay? Because so I wouldn't talk about every book because not not every book intention. It just Some people, we do it because it's therapeutic. This one, I don't believe you did it. It's therapeutic because... It's genuine, mm -hmm. and I want you to share why you did this. But it's Proverbs 31 Daily Trips of Wisdom. When you first told me the idea for this book... I like that cover. <coughs> I thought... And the title. Uh, yeah, it's great. Did, did you... <laughs> who, who created that? Who thought of that? I want to know. Uh, Adam Who's the marketing genius? Adam Mesa. Good job. Had, uh, <laughs> okay, good job. That's why I paused. I thought, am I going to make this about me right now? When you said you liked the cover, was <laughs> okay. I going to say thank you? Or was I just going to say... No. Well, obviously, you know, we used, yeah, an artist company, but we were, I helped Aaron, you know, language on the front. But um, originally it was pro at verbs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we, I becoming like a, becoming a pro at verbs. Because the heart, the heart of the book, um, actually, and thank you so much for, for bringing the book. And this is unscheduled, but the heart of the book is to help people that were in my situation when I was in front of my dad. Mm, mm -hmm. that are in church and know nothing about the scriptures because yeah. in church it's like read the bible where do i start yeah. what do i read yeah. how do i do it etc cetera, etc cetera. so when i reflected mm -hmm. on my dad's journey mm -hmm. my dad would always listen to dr j vernon mcgee he had the he went through the bible in five years and he would just talk about the bible so once I had a desire to get in the scriptures i had no tools available what did my dad do so i just put that on mm. Um, and I just loved how it was a simple approach of having you ease into the scriptures. Mm -hmm. So now I have a passion of just saying, hey, 
You just need a drip of God's word every day. You don't need to go deep yet. You just mm. need to go daily. Mm -hmm. So how do we put this in bite-sized chunks that would help people that like, hey, I want to get in the scriptures. I want to be in the Bible. I don't know how to. Yeah. yeah. So that's where the 31 daily drips come from because Proverbs has 31 days. And w after reading Proverbs every single day, because in that season of my life, I'm like, hey, I don't know how to be a biblical man. So I would just read Proverbs because it was, it was written by the wisest man that ever lived. And what I recognize is, it's a lot of action words, and that's where the pro adverbs. Mm -hmm. So the 31 daily drips is every single day I take one word that's emphasized, and that's the word that the devotional's on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's where the daily drips comes from. But the vision is like, hey, if you're if you love God, but you have a a, a challenge spending quality time with Him, what that looks like, mm -hmm. this will be a great tool to spend time with God. Right with, on. With yeah. Scriptures. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> Here's what I loved about it too, the the unique approach to it. So so what he does like what he said is he takes he takes the verbs of proverbs and he emphasizes those verbs as the daily devotional. So like you take like here like day 4 it says get and then he get and then he has a few proverbs that have the verbs get in it. So get wisdom, get insight, do not forget, do not turn away from the words of my mouth. The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, whatever you get, get insight. And so Aaron's taking proverbs that have those verbs and then he's saying, "Hey, here's a simple mm -hmm. daily task that you can learn, which today is get wisdom." And then and then he just and then you could spend that in a daily reflection with a few questions. But it's so, it, what I told him originally, it was so simple, but I can also tell he put the work into it. Obviously, uh, someone who's trained in Bible school and hermeneutics, like we would read this and we'd be like, wow, this guy really put a lot of work into making this relatable and easy. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone would get it and they would think their first only thought if they didn't go to Bible school would be, this is so simple. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So and to me, that's great preaching. You know, it was always my pet peeve. All those preachers that always share Greek words and Hebrew words, not in an educational way, but just to sound brilliant and yeah. smart. And it'd be like, dude, your best sermon is people <clears throat> thinking that you didn't actually do any work to prepare mm -hmm. for it. That'll be your best message, because mm -hmm. that means you compressed it in such a way that people looks, heard it and go, wow, that was so simple. Yeah. I walked away with so much from right. it rather than, man, that Adam, he's a genius. Mm -hmm. Like, what, did you catch anything he said? No, because I don't speak Hebrew. You know, it's yeah. like, right. so what Aaron did with this, to me, it was like a verb a day, one verb a day, and you can learn those verbs. You can learn 31 of them, and you can get insight. And then he's got, like, you know, you did, like, tables and stuff that yeah. broke down that's some great, of the passages. Man. I mean, I love it. So so that's why I, I, I knew I wanted to share it with all the people that watch and listen to this, because I see the work you did into it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the biblical context you gave to it. And, um, you know, I hope it does very well for you. Thank you. So, I think so too, when is it available? <clears throat> it's available when this podcast airs. It'll be available, right? Oh, yeah. On Amazon. It'll be available. Because this podcast will be out on Mar May 30th. May 30th? April 30th? Uh, April. April 30th. April 30th, oh. this podcast yeah, comes out. Yeah, go to Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to, yeah, go <laughs> to Amazon. It's available on Amazon. Are you doing some type of watch? Um, so we're doing a launch. book launch celebration on April 28th. That's when it formally launches. Um, praise so God. by the time yeah. this podcast comes out, it'll be two it'll days be since your And who's launch. the publisher? So it's self-published. He himself and I. Right on. <laughs> okay. I got a 20% stake in it. You're you know, right. we negotiated <laughs> okay. it for this podcast. No, I'm just playing. I don't got nothing on it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's out now. So you can go to Amazon. Yeah. You can yes. type in Aaron Levy. Mm -hmm. um, Proverbs. Proverbs. 
31 daily drips, drips of wisdom. We'll put the we'll put the link in the show notes if that's true. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, no, we, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, so I encourage people. I to me, I, I think da- daily devotionals are so simple in the sense that more people who are trying to engage their faith should just have a habit of doing them. I mean, until you can fully begin to comprehend the Bible in a deeper way where you can really just read it on your own, you know, things like this, things that like the stuff that Tony Evans and other people have done that just, you just, okay, I'm going to read this and I'm going to have one a day. It's going to take me what? Nine minutes, you know, but, Mm -hmm. but you're going to get so much out of it Mm -hmm. and you're going to, and you're, and then also you're going to see throughout your day, those challenges to apply those things to come. I mean, that's what I think is crazy. It's like, as you're learning something new, you, uh, you end up seeing it through your day. And so I think as someone's looking at those verbs about getting wisdom or whatever else, it's like, they're going to see those opportunities to put that into practice. Like, cause the book I'm working on is going to be much more, um, much more like, you know, for some, they're going to say, Hey, it was, it was great. Changed my life. Others are going to say it was a lot to read. I, it mm-hmm. took me a year to do it, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. Where this one, it's like, yeah. it's going to take you 31 days, yeah. you know? Yeah, and literally. and I think you have a plan to do a bunch of these, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm working on the second one now. Um, but the the heart behind it is to help people that want to get in the Bible but don't know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, prayerfully, that's going to yeah. help people. And then, like, I, I know from my experience, even when I had a desire um, to get in the Scriptures, and I have a, a, a biblical degree, I still use a devotional every morning mm-hmm. because when you have a biblical degree, sometimes that has a, another set of complexities, or especially when you're mm-hmm. teaching and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, leading and so forth. You're looking to see, okay, how can I use this? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking too deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. So a devotion is you're letting someone guide the process and you still have scripture and you're starting your morning out well. So that's the heart behind it. Yeah. That's man, that's awesome. Stuff, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it's hard. So how long did it take you? How long were you working on it for? It's been in my heart to do since 2016. Um, I wasn't uh, mature enough to do it that then yet. Um, so I had it's to, a rich statement. No, I had to. I think I, I think a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, have no, here's, here, no, here's people what I can think. learn from because you, I mean, I you were like you were like 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, so. Well, here's the thing. Like I think I think people get into trouble because they get a vision on what they can do and then they start just declaring it publicly yeah. and then that puts so much yeah. pressure, pressure. Yeah. on what it's going to look like yep. so it was in my heart i told my wife and i told my best friend but i needed to live longer to actually be able to live some of these concepts mm-hmm. to speak from a place of credibility yeah. so if i would have wrote it back in 2016 i don't think it would have been as sharp mm-hmm. but it was in my heart and then i said yeah. i'm going to commit to learning this and living it in in community so then now I would have more credibility on sharing it and say, hey, you should try this with your community. Yeah. So, Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. And back in the day, you and I first met because I was doing a Bible study at my house mm-hmm. and you were doing a Bible study at your house. And mm-hmm. we kind of had similar visions or alignments in terms of what we were trying to accomplish. You were really you really felt led to men. And then mm-hmm. I really felt to, led to young people, you know, but. That's kind of how me and Aaron first met. And and the book of Proverbs is written by Solomon to a younger man. And so it especially applies to young people, mm-hmm. men yeah. and women. Uh, mm-hmm. But it especially it's great wisdom for um, especially now young people right now. who A lot of them don't have um, good father figures, good mother figures. Mm-hmm. 
um, a book like this is really helpful because mm -hmm. it's worth its weight in gold as far as the wisdom that you'll get out of it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, worth, have, it's yeah. worth more than Joe Rogan's wisdom. It's worth more than Jordan Peterson's wisdom. I mean, it's written by the wisest man in the world, written specifically to a young man yeah. starting his life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why, yeah, it's it's thick. And then you got a dad writing it, so in it you have a lot of anecdotes yeah. about your yeah. daughters and yeah. you yeah. as a father. For sure. and yeah. Stop shaking your coffee cup, Caleb. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's trying to get the chocolate. <laughs> got all this noise Mixed. in my microphone. Is it bothering you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do I bother you? <laughs> no, but I think it's a really great book. I mean, I've started it, and it shows, and I was telling him, just getting in on the vert, you start to retain scripture at that point, because a lot of people are like how dad will go on the stage, like, you need to remember your scripture. You need to remember uh, scripture, so have it within your heart, and you have put it simple enough to where all I have to remember is the verb, and like... He read, get wisdom, mm -hmm. listen well. Mm -hmm. um, and Yeah, so I just need to know what day you're on more regularly so that I can <laughs> know whether you're applying it or not. That would be great. Get wisdom so. was about three days ago. So You have one on listening? <laughs> That's day one. That's day one. Day one is on listening. Yes, one's on listen. Yes. Has she been listening? Let's not go into part two with Caleb. Think about that. <laughs> I haven't seen my wife for three days, I so this is my first moment. Mm. Her coming in this podcast room is my first time seeing her. So Aww, how do you feel? we have to have some conversations. <laughs> how do we feel? You can go. Well, see happens Jimmy pretty. Again. <laughs> <laughs> happens pretty regularly. So <laughs> yeah, it's always nice. She's so pretty. Oh, you know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You get on my nerves, but uh, I'm excited for your book. Thank you so much. I really am. Are you wearing my sweater right now? I sure am, because wow. I found it. You found my, and, and you're I wearing my sweater. So I could have used that mm, you this week. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Is anyone else's spouse? Well, hopefully, I was going to say spouse wear your stuff, but I'm hoping, guys, you're not wearing your wife's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I did see some great advice uh -oh. recently oh, from, Please don't. from oh, a gosh. TikToker Please don't. who goes to thrift stores, and, he, and he's encouraging... Um, Don't do this. He's Caleb. encouraging guys to <laughs> look this. at the, but it makes a lot of sense. It's, it's kind of logical. I'm not going to do this, okay? But it made sense. Okay. So go to a thrift store okay. if you're a if you're a young person, you know, because the, the style nowadays you it's can, more. You never what do you know, call it? Thrifty, like like yeah. boy, it could go either neutral. boy or girl. Oh, unisex, neutral, neutral, unisex. Yeah. unisex. Gender. Gender so go to the, go to thrift stores and look in the women's department because typically you'll have more clothes to choose from. And you can find better fitting clothes that fits in the current style of a young person. Caleb, day and three, it made a lot three, of sense day, to me. Day three of this devotional <laughs> is do not. You're advising me to go to a woman's section. Do not section. go to Goodwill. Well, cool. you're, you, you know, you're in your 40s, so it wouldn't look right to you. But a young person could get away with it. <laughs> like a person in their 20s. Uh, Chelsea, would you date a man who <laughs> shops? <laughs> I don't. No, that, if Adam ever came that's in my weird. pants, that's weird. What? what that's weird. Uh, not so Can much pants, like more like jackets. Che and it, Chelsea and Nancy, if you met a guy more like jackets who, and like shirts, shopped at a the woman's department at Goodwill, would that bother you at all? 
Unless he's shopping for me, that's a no. That's oh. weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like women. I saw the same TikTok. Shoes. I know what you're talking about because they he talked about like it the jeans, the jeans. You know, you step well, more tighter the on the thighs and, and the, and the, it they were more cropped. On the man's size. He said if they were I, more cropped. Yeah, I, I saw that. This is if you're thin. This is wild. It would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine going to a thrift store with my wife shopping together. Yeah, Just. <laughs> and holding well, but, out the pants. I mean, hey, listen. In 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 the mid two thousands, you know, I was skinny a skater jeans. and I worked at a skate shop, and so skinny jeans wasn't invented for men yet. So we would buy women's jeans. We, you know, skaters. You we would, and See, they and it had, crazy. and it, it wasn't all because all the men's jeans all had you know pure denim. The women's jeans had two percent elastane in them, and so. If you were skating, like you yeah. wanted the stretch, and then eventually zoomies and that. So we used to buy like women's true religion jeans. We used to buy because the other true religion jeans for men were like all you know full flare. So I mean, I I'll be a hypocrite if I said that that it was super weird because I when I you know when I, I was just... 16, 17, I I mean it I depends mean, on what you're getting. Skinny yeah. jeans, yeah. yeah, I agree. But um. I mean, did it make me feel Is weird? Is your yeah. cardigan from a thrift store? <laughs> well, no, I just thought that was interesting because, you know, I don't like <laughs> to... I don't Because I, well, no, I find that thrifts. all the men's stuff thrifts, is so, right? is so cheap and boring nowadays. I was walking through Ontario Mills, okay? okay tell us. I'm trying to find a, a, a shirt that's unique, that's different, that doesn't look like the one of the run-of-the-mill yeah. crap that, yeah. that everybody's wearing. And I go store to store, and I realize it's all made in China, number one. Yeah. And it's the same shirt every single store, but just a different brand. So I'm like, they're getting all of these, all of these supply, all of these brands yep. are literally getting the same shirt, probably from the same wholesaler, mm -hmm. and they're just stamping their brand on it. Fast fashion. And it's the same thing. It's it's a, and it's, you know. So it, what I'm saying is, it appealed to me because for somebody who wants to dress uniquely and to stand out and not just look like. Not, not just wear the same flannel shirt that every store is selling nowadays, you know, yeah. then go to a, go to a thrift store, look at the women's aisle, see if there's something. You're, you're, you're our Cosmo Kramer. That's, that's what you're. Well, yeah, well, he's an inspiration. But <laughs> he's a design inspiration. That is but totally the Like, like today, today, today you're today's. like today you're channeling Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Pastor Adam. <laughs> and I love it. Kermit. What? You're green. It's not the right green for Kermit, though. Oh, I'm a, yeah, I forget. Kermit's people don't know. Lime what green. Pants this is what people but don't Kermit, know about you. But Kermit is two-tone green. Yeah, he is. Oh, but that's here, where you like get the, it from. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. when you know, what no, people don't right. know yeah, about Caleb like is is, is yeah. he's a literal puppet master. True. The, yeah, yeah. the guy's like yeah. the guy's like famous in the Caleb's. What people don't know, Caleb is famous in the eBay world and the puppet world as a recreationist of famous puppets like Caleb can literally hand make he could fabric stitch not only puppets, so but I mean action, action figures and too. he takes real hair I mean the dude just wow. people rep, don't know rep, that replicas yeah he makes yeah. replicas can and you I, bring yeah. one next time we well, was well I, sell, I sell them all I, I typically well, don't keep them, them because okay. I'm, I'm I just don't I don't make them for myself so I just sell them but I can make a I can make any the, the key is like making it look exactly like could the, you yeah, make, real could thing. you make Ashley yeah. Like yeah. oh, what yeah. do you mean? Like a well, he I made he made it. me and my dad. Yeah, like I mean, when we did yeah. our oh, Christmas yeah. tattoo and that, that was he made it. Yeah. He, yeah. he literally he oh, literally yeah. made those puppets from from scratch. 
Literally. Yeah. Caleb's like known in like because apparently Kermit, well, I make the Kermit best the, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Nobody can make him right. Kermit the you Frog. You think because he's the most sell. simple puppet, you think everybody can make him right, but nobody can. Only I can. I make the best <laughs> Kermit the Frog. So how did you I get like into it. this? You just one day were like, I just want to make a puppet. Well, because I I started puppetry in uh, children's ministry, and oh. so oh. it goes way back. And then I was like, one day I was like, you know what? It was more nostalgia. It was oh like God. I was getting into nostalgia, mm -hmm. and I was like, "What? Let me get in this world again." And so I just started making them. Very hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of people don't know that. I've, I've seen most his stuff, and it's like it's crazy. And these guys will do like trades. Be like, "Hey, you make me that, I'll get you this," because different guys are specialized at different things, right? So yeah. Well, done, the like, thing is, before, is that like you know, it, it, with Kermit, like you can, you can. Typically, I spend. Thirty dollars of material, and he's the he's the he's the um, the Grail of puppets. Right. So anybody who collects okay. puppets, he's the Grail. He's Kermit the Frog, and so I could turn a thirty dollar investment into a thousand dollar sale. You know, with you know, you eight maybe six hours of work. Hmm. You just don't like doing it over and over and over. I don't. So I just get sick yeah. of it. Hmm. Yeah, it's just it gets tedious and boring. But yeah, I could crazy. just crank them out if I wanted to. And just Dang, yeah, that's crazy to me. All right, Gabe, did you have anything <laughs> today that is you feel is worthwhile? Uh, oh, this is not the right one. Hopefully this episode for people today is one that you don't have to think too much. And you I can know. just enjoy. <laughs> I like these ones Some, sometimes. Because yeah, like sometimes the, it's like yeah, too much. you could just turn too your intense. brain off. Like yeah. last week's was very emotional. We're throwing in stuff. And, and then you have one that's just like you just... You just feel like you're part. You could just yeah. talk back with us. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. much more conversational. We but we'll see whatever Gabe gives us. It may turn the. Let's see if he redeems himself. Oh, man. Let's see if Corey helped me out here. He gave me 13 options. Oh, today. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I sent, I sent him a lot. There's a lot of options. Here. I had some built up. I sent him this morning. I don't really know where to start. Yeah, don't, don't you give me. You should have watched them. Uh, don't I get, did, don't I give me any of the heavy, heavy ones from no, Caleb. No, no. I won't. I'll try not to. Uh, let's. Let's do this one from uh, uh, George Lucas himself. Ooh, this is okay. Oh, no. Okay. It, it'll connect oh, with Proverbs because it's good wisdom. It'll connect with Proverbs. So we're going to go back to Aaron's good book. wisdom. Let's do it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what Aaron will have. Okay, thank the Lord he likes this one. All right. No, this is a great one. Let's yeah. get into George Lucas talking about I almost uh, spoke in tongues after Aaron was <laughs> Oh, gosh. Of one thing I discovered along the way is that several speakers have ever talked about happiness and I've discovered along the way that happiness you have you live in two worlds here happiness is pleasure and happiness is joy you know, it can be either one you add them up and it sort of falls under the uber category of happiness pleasure is short-lived uh, lasts an hour lasts a minute lasts a month um, and it uh, peaks and then goes down it peaks very high but the next time you want to get that same peak, you have to do it twice as much. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like drugs. You, know, just, you have to keep doing it because it insulates itself, no matter what it is, whether you're shopping, uh, whether you're uh, you know, engaged in any other kind of pleasure. Uh, that all has the same quality about it. On the other hand is joy. And joy is a thing that doesn't go as high as pleasure in terms of your emotional reaction. But it stays with you. Joy... Uh, is something you can recall. Pleasure, you can't. Uh, so 
the secret is that even though it's not as intense as the pleasure, the joy will last you a lot longer. Um, and people who get the pleasure, they keep saying, well, if I can just get richer and get more cars, you know, I can, I'll never, you'll never relive the moment you got your first car. That's it. That's the highest peak. Yes, you can get three Ferraris and a new uh, uh, Gulfstream jet, and maybe you'll get close. But you have to keep going, and eventually you run out. I mean, you just can't do it. It doesn't work. So if you're trying to sustain that level of peak pleasure, you're doomed. It's a very American idea, but it just can't happen. You just let it go. Peak, great. Pleasure is fun. It's great. But you can't keep it going forever. Just accept the fact that it's here and it's gone. And maybe again it'll come back and you'll get to do it again. Joy lasts forever. Pleasure is purely self-centered. It's all about your pleasure. It's about you. It's about it's a selfish, self-centered emotion. Wow. You got a day in your book that goes with that? That's actually the third daily drip. Oh, what is it? I'm going to talk about happiness because I don't think Christians know how to define happiness. That's your second book. That's going to be my third. The second your one. Your third? Golly. Yeah. What, you got your whole life planned already? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whole life planned. Working on plan. your second book, got your third book planned. Yeah. But you guys know I always say I'm yes, happy. I'm yeah, not happy. That's your jam. That's, um, his, that's, that, that's jam. your lane. Because <laughs> it's always about being in the moment. I love what he said about um, the difference between um, pleasure and, and joy. I believe joy is from the inside out. So I think yeah. I believe biblically joy should be independent of circumstance. Happiness is based upon what's happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah. so when you reflect on what happened, um, you can't be as happy as you were when you went, were in the moment. But if you experience joy, even if you have chaos around you, nobody can shift it because that joy came from the mm -hmm. inside. So that's what I love that um, what he said in that video yeah well, mm -hmm. and I think that anytime we've hung out with you um, Pastor Aaron is always he's very riveting with his let's stop and pray <laughs> like, I'm happy he's it, he gives you things and nuggets to really think about later on and whenever we would hang out with him we would always ask him the question are you happy and we weren't asking him if he was happy about the moment because we knew that the moment would soon fade or go away and something else is happening. We knew he was happy because Pastor Aaron has a really does a really good job at shutting everything off and being in the moment. So we when he when we know he's saying he's happy, he has joy because his wife is happy. He's explains, my wife is happy. My girls are happy. Mm -hmm. um, and that what is what makes me happy. But in reality, that's what brings him joy. And it's a thing that he can remember because mm -hmm. I know when we went on our cruise, that brings me joy, seeing my family being together, us going to dinner. Even though in that moment he would say, well, that was happiness because it was a pleasurable. No, my kids still talk about Literally. that. yes. And I, I, I say that now in this season because I was so crummy. at I failed at my definition of happiness for years. Mm. I thought, because I would always try to climb the corporate ladder, once I reach this level, then I'll be happy. happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had to unlearn that. Because mm. I think Christianity has a lot to do with unlearning. So yeah. happiness equal to promotion. Happiness equal more money. Ha no, hap happiness for me... Um, was playing Monopoly with my kids last night at the kitchen table, mm -hmm. and and I won. That made me happy. But but it's just <laughs> like it's just seeing the different personalities and us just yeah. do, doing things together. Mm -hmm. When we're at Disneyland, my yeah. kids would say I was happy because I was on Jungle Crew. I was happy when we were in line. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And we were t- so I say it out loud to train myself. Remember this moment. Yeah. Remember this moment. So mm-hmm. that, yeah. That's yeah, great. That's good. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people and a lot of young people hold on to the pleasurable moments, though, mm-hmm. and, and they try to live that out to continue their happiness or to define happiness um there was a on top of that there was this tiktok that that just came up and it was it was really heart-wrenching because this guy was just on the street and he went up to this young kid on a bench and he goes are you happy and he couldn't answer oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. you saw that one yeah and he he, he couldn't answer he goes (laughs) i couldn't tell you Mm -hmm. and 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 that's sad because he's not even hanging on to a pleasurable moment but i also believe that when uh, individuals don't know where joy comes from, which is our Heavenly Father. Yeah. It's hard to continually to have that joy and happiness in your life if you don't know what it means to be loved, to be cared for, to be cherished for, to have daily breath within your lungs. Yeah, That should still bring you joy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in that moment, the kid could have said, what's happiness? He could have said breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A mishap didn't happen that should have happened. I wasn't. That brings me joy. That brings me happiness. Um, I think we get so caught up on the now and what's why am I happy right now? And it's not that. It's, yeah. It's a continuum. I think that's why also yeah. sometimes yeah. like going to the point where you say it just made me come with thought. I think that's why so many there are so many miserable Christians because mm. because they 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 get caught up. They get caught up and you're not allowed to have the emotion of happiness or whatever yeah. it is. And so, cause it's like, uh, no, I just need to be joyful. Joyful is not an yeah. emotion. It's yeah. a state of being yeah. and da, 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 da. Yeah. And so like, you're not allowed to be happy, you know, like, mm. like what we were doing moments ago, we're laughing, we're joking, we're yeah. this. And people will say, at what point are they going to get to the Christian stuff? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the wow. Christian stuff literally because yeah. we were, so we were, good. we were joyful. Right. We were happy. That's we right. were laughing. We're yeah. in community. We're, you know, that that is a lesson from your kitchen what table do you think the that you yeah. should learn, look right? Like? What do you think the feast is going to look like in heaven? Right. It's not right. going to be like, hey, we'll, you, you we'll know, open up to Isaiah 53. Yeah. Like all of these, all the all of those passages have to do with getting us to that destination. That's what right? I liked about so, the first season of uh, Chosen is that they uh-huh. really brought that out. Yeah. That aspect of Jesus and mm-hmm. the disciples, like the fun, the, the jovial, person, just yeah. the yeah. regular and the emotional of, side of that. Where yeah. that you can't really read through scripture, but you would imagine. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Would be there for together. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they're joking and stuff like that. And I think that's what, I think that's what more Christians need to recognize. Un- unbeliever, unbelievers probably is the opposite, like not toy their, their joy through circumstance and mm-hmm. put their joy through mm-hmm. just the moment. And like mm-hmm. what you were saying, mm-hmm. corporate America. Mm-hmm. But then I think sometimes we often, and that's just our nature is then we swing the other pendulum mm-hmm. and then we're going, you know, now as Christians, you say, okay, well, I, I can't find happiness in a moment. Mm-hmm. I can't find, you know, I can't find joy in this going to Disneyland with my kids. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking about that stuff? Why are you saying that stuff? Why don't, why don't you talk about the real joy, what it is, is yeah. which is to get into the word of God. And it's like, you know, no, yeah, that is a, <laughs> that's a very yeah. joyful thing. Yeah. The joy of the Lord is my strength, but yeah. the joy of the Lord is your strength is not just in reading this scripture. Mm-hmm. It's in applying the scriptures, yeah, being in the moment, glorifying God yeah. through your daily actions and your attributes like that. That is the moment. And we will find joy in the Lord in different ways. Yeah. And so that's like me and Aaron last year were, uh, we were up north, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I took oh, I took Aaron to Google headquarters, and Google Google headquarters has this gorgeous park, this beautiful park, and they got geese and all these things like that. 
and we're walking it, and Aaron goes, man, I hope this is what heaven is like. If it is, I'll be so happy. <laughs> and then I go, I hope not. This is, <laughs> this is boring, dude. Like, I was like, I'm just showing you it. You know, yeah. like, I don't want to stay here. I, you know, and it was just our different ideas of what, what, what a moment of happiness looks like. But even though that what that's not my idea, I was content because I was with, with a friend and we were talking. And yeah. so I wasn't trying right. to leave that moment as fast as possible. But if you told me, Adam, now I leave you and you have to yeah. you have to live in this moment. Well, then I would have to find a way to be content right. in that space because I naturally wouldn't have it. Parks are not my havens. Those are Aaron's havens. You know, like I I, I have ADHD. So a park is bo- gets boring very fast for me, you know. And I think um, that what, kind of what you're saying is like and what George was saying was. Happiness is very me-centered, inward-focused, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. at joy is when it's more outward-focused. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Yeah. that's really like when you ha- the memories that you have, the meaningful memories that you have, mm-hmm. um, uh, is are those outward-centered focus on other people, whether it's service, whether it's uh, uh, friendly conversation, being around people. Happiness is um, uh, okay. I I I fornicated i had sex or i i drank this i drank or did this drug is bringing me happiness but i don't remember that right. i'm not going to remember right. that five years from now mm-hmm. uh when i was a teenager i loved to i run i ran i often ran alone i can't really remember the solitary runs mm-hmm. but i remember a lot of the yeah, runs with the friends. with yeah. my friends and with, with my yes. dad and yeah. with other people those are the ones that yeah. i remember those were the meaningful ones so uh you know and i think even y- especially young people you know the temptation to be to live life by your passions and by the hedonistic philosophy um it's important mm-hmm. to to understand that concept, yeah. that, the it, difference between yeah. happiness and joy. It goes yeah. back to one of the podcasts that we did with Sanaz where the woman basically said she had go- climbed the ladder, like you said, and she goes, at the end of the day, she just wanted a husband and kids, mm-hmm. and she realized yeah. she still didn't have joy. So that's why parks are so important for me personally, because I thought I was happy when I became an assistant vice president at Bank of America. I'm happy. I'm traveling the world and, and all that stuff I had. Then once I lost it all, I have no job, mm. and I recognize, man, all my happiness was focused on what I did for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what ended up happening is Erica's the only one, my wife Erica's the only one working, and I'm taking care of the kids that season. So I would get up, make scrambled eggs for the kids, and then we would go to the park. And then what I had to wrestle with is I'm actually happier doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it. Like the culture would train me, no, you're happy because you're making this amount of money. You yeah. have this amount yeah. of direct reports. Right? Yeah. But God was trying to teach me how to be a dad. I yeah. wanted more influence with my kids yeah. than at work. So I needed that season. So whenever we see a park, I think about, man, I used to feed the ducks with my girls. Yeah. yeah. But it was a season of like supposed to be, okay, somber, sad. You have no job. How are you going to pay the bills? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I, I couldn't shake this feeling of, when I'm with my girls and they feel like everything's okay and we're doing something together, that's heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that brought that yeah. emotion when I saw a park. Yeah. But it, but it, but that's it was important, God man. Yeah. Like we can have heaven on earth in that sense. Cause I had the same thought when I was um, sitting down and I've told you about my man cave now. That's where my boys play PlayStation. And I'm just sitting there watching them 
um, play 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 PlayStation together and they're not fighting. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a positive, uh, fun. They're engaging. They're having fun with each other. And I am I am present. I am enjoying their company. And I had that thought. I thought, man, life life it will never get better. Life is not. This is the best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, This experience right now. And I think that's key. Like. Because happiness, you're constantly discontent and you're looking forward to the next hit yep. to when you're ultimately going to be satisfied. Yep. Yeah. But joy teaches us to live in the present mm-hmm. and to enjoy the people around us and to look at your kids playing and think to yourself, this is the meaning of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life will never get better than it is yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not thinking about the next week making more money. I'm not thinking about how my house is too small. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about how I can't afford to do to go on vacation because I'm not making what I want to make. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the moment. My boys are enjoying each other. They're having fun with each other. I'm enjoying watching them play. This life yeah. doesn't get as good as it yeah. gets right now. Yeah. And yeah. I think you joy know. coincides with gratitude because when you have a grateful perspective of what you have, where you're at, then you're able to express that joy. Right, in right spite on. of yeah. the yeah. chaos or maybe yeah. things that you've, you're going through. And also the other coin of happiness is just because you're a believer or a Christian doesn't mean you always have to be happy. Yeah, you can true. have those moments of, of joy in that storm and, and express that because you're a human being. So yeah. I think that's just yeah. part of it also. I think one thing yeah. that you guys said that was really cool, and obviously um, today I posted a picture. My son has his graduation soon. Um, the one thing that I feel like God wants us to also remember is to have that childlike mm. mentality yeah. and to, to have the childlike faith, but to have the childlike joy because – my kid, anytime he hangs out with other friends or cousins, that was the best day ever. Yeah, right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why was it the best day ever, babe? And he's like, I was with my friends. We were playing. We had fun. Every day he's in community. And I think that's the big part about it yep. is community. And then tomorrow will be another best yes. day over. Then Saturday yes. will be another right. yeah. best day ever. And you know? so I, as long as you continue, I think that's yeah. the key thing is your kids have great time and realize a good joyous time or a memorable time in community heck yeah i would love to hear your guys perspective on this because my i had to shift what i how i view joy and being okay being joyful because of this i had a leader a couple years ago and in retrospect i think i understand why they were leading me the way that they were but basically they had a perspective if you're not suffering or not feeling like you're carrying your cross then you're not living like a christ-like life you should basically always be in a state of suffering mm-hmm. uh-huh. and and so whenever yeah, i, I would experience yeah. moments of joy or happiness i would think well man am i not right. am i supposed to be suffering right now so i'm reading this book right now that talks about how your emotions reveal the state of where you're at with with christ and so as i'm reading this book i'm res- i'm recognizing that i get scared in joyful moments thinking that number one they're not biblical to constantly be in this state and number mm. two when is that mm. next dreadful thing happening so i don't want to get too joyful i don't want to get too happy because i know something's around the corner what's your perspective on that because i think a lot of people will not allow themselves yeah. to experience joy out of their fear of the next whatever it may be yeah i personally think uh, you know I, I think that whole carry your cross statement has been so 
misconstrued and right. and missed mis misguided because because you know for all intents and purposes there there were people who were wealthy in the New Testament who lived lives of luxury and seemingly on the outside you know it would look like they they didn't have any struggles but in that perspective like this idea of comfort and wealth in the New Testament was was actually also just an obligation to if you have that you need to serve the church you need to do it for the glory of God and so I mean I would think that you know someone like Lydia who was you know a garment maker making a really good living so much so that she could do the 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 garment purple which was a, a royal color you know and she's hosting her home like you know where is she carrying her cross in that you For know sure. well she is she's Making she's given her space and leader. she's given her home yeah. and she's given her call and her walk to the Lord. And so to me, th- that's what carrying your, your cross looks like. Uh, to me, carrying your cross, you know, uh, Christ carried the cross for our sins. So to me, carrying your cross is repentance. You know, if, if, if yeah. the more I repent, the the more that's painful yeah to repent. I mean that's the hard properly that's repent, like the hardest to thing to do right yeah, I mean that's, painful. <laughs> that's what the New yeah. Testament is is all about is progressive yeah. sanctification yes, through yeah. what through the holiness of Christ through yes. the righteousness of Christ and so therefore everything I do sacramentally whether it be baptism communion church worship well, scripture reading all that is is a process of ridding yourself of your sin. Mm-hmm of your of your of your lack of righteousness. So what do I do? I carry my cross by going to church. I carry my cross by reading my Bible. I, I carry my cross by taking communion. I carry my yeah. cross by repenting because what I'm doing is I'm giving Jesus the work that he did on Calvary and saying, you have this Lord. And and then I and then and then I give my moments and my resources and my calling, whatever that may look like, hosting people in my home, loving people, forgiving people, blessing people, helping right. people who are poverty, helping widows, helping orphans. Like though, to me, that is carrying your cross. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, well, he's the suffering servant. Nowhere in there does it say we're to be the suffering servant. We're and I'm not saying this is like an, a, a, a Joel Osteen abundant thing. I'm saying it in the sense of the, this, this, this thing that perpetuates to say that you're closest to Jesus when you're suffering. When you're suffering. Yeah. No, he was and the I, suffering and, servant. That's and, and too, he, I mean, you know? yeah, he, he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, but the Bible also gives us a picture of him being a very charismatic individual and drawing people to himself. And mm-hmm. so if he was just always just walking around somber and miserable yeah. and, 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 and looking tired and, he well, wouldn't be. A, he wine, wouldn't be attractive. He's eating food. He, Nobody you know, would want to be yeah. around him. But he, he. It's the opposite picture. So I think he was a. I think he was a jovial man. I think he knew how to for sure engage and have fun and be joyful and express that joy. And to. I, I mean, this is once again like this is why I was such a big fan of the first season of Chosen. Um, I don't know what's happened since then, but the first season I really liked because it it kind of drew that out of Jesus yeah. and it, it helped yeah. you to see yeah, that aspect colors, of him yeah. enjoy the, the enjoyment he had around kids, the enjoyment mm-hmm. he had in these random yeah. situations, yeah. you know? So it's like, it was, what do I do when I'm, what do I do when I'm, when I'm joyful? I, 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 I rest in the Lord. I have mm-hmm. joy in the Lord. What do I do when I have suffering? I rest in the Lord. <laughs> I have joy in the Lord. I, you know, and I, I remember, I forget who it was. It was a preacher or someone, someone once asked, um, you know, someone, someone who was, who was really well known. I can't think of what the reference is, but they said, how can I deal with criticism? 
And the response was, well, criticism will become easier to take and more palatable when you stop letting praise mean so much to you. Yes. Mm. You know, and to me, that's kind of the that's kind of the juxtaposition, because if you live for the praise, you'll also live for the criticism. Mm -hmm. And if and if you define your purpose through through others praises, then you'll also define your purpose through the criticisms. And I think in the in the quote unquote pursuit of happiness is if it's momentarily or it is striking that next. And I think like, um, like, uh, um, oh man, who George Lucas said, I was going to call him George Clooney. (laughs) What George Lucas said was he was saying, oh, if you're chasing that, like you'll never, you'll never have that high of a new car until you have another new car. And how often can you get that? You know, Mm -hmm. and you'll never have the high of a new house until you get a bigger house. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that is a dangerous place to be in, in the sense of praise. Like if you're in a lull because you haven't been praised recently or you haven't been given a high five or a compliment or whatever, and you're waiting for the next one, then that also means if you get criticism in the meantime, it's going to tear you down just as much. Yeah. And, yeah. and so many people don't know how to live in that in that middle moment of contention, of gratitude, of 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 joy, which says regardless of circumstance, this is my state of being. I find joy in the Lord. I listen, whatever happens in my life, I can still always attend church. I can always read my Bible. I can always take communion. I can always go to the Lord and, and give him my sorrows, give him my grief. So, so no matter what I'm going through, those things are always available for me. And those are the ones that the the Lord gives me joy. in. I can always read scripture. Yeah. Let me say this. Um, because, I, I had a season of that, Chelsea, um, in, in my early 20s. I listened to a lot of, you know, Paul Washer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, he has their positives. People get stuff out of him. But for me, I think it did more harm than good because he kind of did have that 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 um, style of like, oh, you, you just always suffer. What are you doing? Yeah. And, and it's like, um, here's what I here's here's what I regret. Because I did, I did apply that message to my life, and I was overly um, stoic, and I was, I felt like guilty whenever I would have some semblance of enjoyment out of life, and all that that came with that. Oh well, people are suffering in China. Who am mm-hmm. I to, yeah. blah blah blah? And it's like, here's the thing: is suffering is going to come in your life um, that is beyond your control. So why self-inflict suffering when you're in the time, when you're on the mountaintop, you better freaking enjoy that mountaintop and not take it for granted because there's going to come a time in your life. You're going to be in the freaking valley and it may last months. It may last years. For my case, it's years. And, and, and I regret, I regret taking the season of my healthy, vibrant, strong years for granted and not enjoying it enough, not living in the present enough and having that feeling yeah. of, you know, so especially young people, you have your parents are still alive. Your body is healthy. Your 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 hormones are, are giving you strong testosterone and estrogen <laughs> and you're healthy and you're not in the, 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 the hospital like savor every second. Of your youth, yeah. have fun, enjoy life, laugh, and don't you dare feel guilty about that because there's going to come a time when you are going to suffer and then you're going to have to respond to that by picking up your cross mm-hmm. in a very um, 
in a, in, a, in more manner. of an intense yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Good. it's great. I think I have a verse that gives perspective on it. Proverbs Give 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what day is that on? Day 10. Thank you for asking. <laughs> so Chelsea, I think the answer is in day 10. There's a verse in Proverbs 22. It says, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. So that combats what I talked about on day 10. It combats like in, in church, you hear new levels, new devils, mm-hmm. more money, more problems. What's the verb for it? Um, the verb that day is make. make. Um, mm. it's, it's talking about people trying to, <laughs> to make that right. be nuts with uh, that cup. Yeah, I'm going I'm to shove that straw down ounces your foot. Of Caleb's banned for bringing uh, iced coffee. Um, he can bring hot coffee. Sorry. <laughs> so, Chelsea, I used to try to compare crosses to make sure I was spiritually mature mm. and that mm. was terrible yeah yeah so um so mm-hmm. then I would ignore mm-hmm. I would ignore my actual cross right. looking for a cross big enough to talk about and validate that I am suffering for God yeah. Yeah. yeah so God I am God's son God loves me so he wants me to have a good time so any desire that I have to ensure that I lean I lean faith in Trinity have a good time where did I get that desire from? Yeah. My heavenly yeah. father. Yeah. So so when I think when I think about like my thought as a dad towards my children, I don't want to give them a blessing. Now that you have this blessing, you know, I'm going to test you on this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Now, being that I am a father, there are certain things that I need to allow them to go through to sharpen their character. Yep. But I don't just do this just to make sure that you're a levy. I need you to go through this hard thing. Mm. No, since you're a Levy, you get ice cream with no strings attached. None. You don't only get ice cream because you have straight A's. Right. You get ice cream because you're my dad. Right. I mean, because you're, you're my kid. But also, I need to allow you to fall when you're trying to ride the bike mm-hmm. without training reels because yep. it's the only way you'll get balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I would see that. That's good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. As yeah. I look at the life of Jesus, too, and how he exemplified, it's okay to have moments of of happiness and joy, knowing that those moments of suffering will come. If you look at just Holy Week as it is, Palm Sunday, he didn't ride into Jerusalem like, let's all be sad because I'm about to suffer on Friday. Mm-hmm. It was Hosanna. It was praise God. It was it was a party, and he was able to live in that moment, that sweet moment of just joy and community, while also knowing <coughs> a different cross is coming mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, on yeah. Friday. And so it helped right. me as I reflected this past Holy Week it is okay to have Palm Sunday days where I know mm. suffering might be around the corner or I might be in, in a season of it still. There's yeah. mo- there's good. To, mm-hmm. It's good to find pockets of, no, this I'm happy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's joyful right, right now. But you right. know, you know right. what, Chelsea, what I'm recognizing is Christians don't know how to lament. Mm-hmm. So, we're, so we're always searching for the blessed, not stressed, prosper, blah, blah, blah. No, there are seasons of trials. And that's why I love Psalms because David can express how he feels yeah. in a biblical mm-hmm. way. So I can I can share it and be honest. I do love God, but I am frustrated. Mm-hmm. I, I do love God, but I am having a hard day. Yeah. But God, you are faithful. Mm-hmm. So just processing our emotions, and I think that's where joy can come from yeah. when you're honest about where you really are. That's so good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to mention who it is, but recently I was in a conversation with a friend, and she said, how are you feeling? I said, I'm, I think I'm tired today. I'm just really tired. Another lady overheard. She was like, don't say that you're tired. You need to say that you're strong and Da, 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 like reaming me for <laughs> yeah. saying I was tired, right? Because uh, I was legitimately tired. Yeah. And um, and I said, no, I th- I'm tired. And I think I'm okay to say that I'm exhausted right now. And go- And then I had the conversation further with this lady. And I said, if, if 
anybody in the Bible took on this perspective of don't say you're tired and don't say you're this or that and don't be honest about your emotions, half of the Psalms wouldn't be written because mm-hmm. that's David saying, Lord, why have you forsaken me? You know, complaining yeah, and right. recognizing the goodness yeah, of God. Yeah, that's a great point. So I don't think I could fully yeah. recognize or be a, or appreciate the moments where I'm where I'm not tired unless I feel what it what it means to be tired. Mm-hmm. So I think in order mm-hmm. to, to live in joy, it's being okay with lamenting and knowing what that feels like. You hit the nail on the head. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, those statements are all like that came out of the word of faith movement and, and, yeah. and you're not allowed to say, you know, anything mm-hmm. negative and it's a deviation, a, yeah. a real rich perversion of what is it, Proverbs 28, life and death is it 28, power 25, of life and death is in the power of tongue. 28 or 25? 22. 22? You got a book on it, but uh, you got a book on Proverbs. <laughs> it's in the 20s, but yeah, life and death is power of the tongue. But um, it w- that that chapter's talking about friendship. Um, <laughs> the life and death and power of, of my friendship is in my tongues. It says, you know, it says right before that, for you to offend a friend is like building up a wall of a castle. You know, it, it's hard to break through at that point. It's it's all about how you talk to people, yeah. not how you talk to God. And so mm-hmm. the word yes, of the, yes, a whole yes. movement, you know, which I think there were beautiful things of the, I think having big faith is big and you should teach that and you should have belief and you should have uh, a big faith that God can do things. But this idea that, that your word um, can literally alter your word, your word, not prayer, not supplication, not pray these things in the Lord's will and it be given to you. No, it's literally according to my will, I can put a million dollars in my bank account. You know, that that is that type of spiritualism is equal to the mysticism of Kabbalah in Judaism and other stuff. Like yes. it's there is positive thinking, yeah, power of positive. And any of us would look at that as Christians and go, yeah, no, that's not the word. But if I just put it in that sense of like, don't say that word. I remember one time talking to a older saint in the church and talking about how bad their marriage was. And I was like, you should go to counseling. And they were like, no, because the moment I go to counseling, I've admitted that we have a problem. And then that gives the foothold to the enemy. And I'm like, but you just told me how bad your marriage is going right now. Like, is this idea, this lie of like, oh, if I say the word tired. If I say the word, I think I have a cold. Don't say that. You know, you know, it's like, and I do think when you are sick, there is levels of, of, of speaking in faith. And so I'm not over extreming it to say that through your prayer and through your, and through your faith that you can't say that God, the Lord is going to heal me. And I believe he's going to touch my body, but something, something simple, like a regular common cold that we all get during December and January when germs start going around. And I'm not allowed to say, I think I need to get medicine because I have a cold. No, don't say that. Just say you're healed in Jesus name. It's like, that's not, no, that's not biblical. It's not not going to do that. The Bible says where I am weak, then I am strong. strong. So, so yeah. to answer to like to Adam's point, the carrying your cross in that scenario is confession, and confession is hard. So I'm gonna confess that I I do have some marital issues. I'm gonna confess that I am tired. I'm gonna confess that I'm weak. Then I could be strong because when I confess where I'm at, I'm leaving room for God's mm-hmm. power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving room for my brother's advice to go to counseling. Yeah. But if I'm saying I'm strong, yeah. I haven't carried my cross because I haven't confessed that yet. Yeah. I was going to yeah. add, the, I mean, the same thing is the humility. 
behind it um, in suffering. I think that the word suffering, eh, however you want to use it, but I think there's humility behind it because like you said, you're not allowed to have joy. You're not allowed to have this happiness all the time. And I'm and, uh, me as a mother, there's always a continual thought of, of the what ifs at some times to where I have to shut myself up or shut my mind up um, of not thinking about the what if or, or worrying about the tomorrows because they'll worry about themselves. And that is picking up my cross. And yeah. that is me being humble enough to say I am a mother mm-hmm. who is trying to raise two kids and that is enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Those, those yeah. actions, those things are going to come with it, whatever that day looks like. And how am I going to react to my kids or to a situation and being humble enough to say, yeah, the, the, those things happen. Yeah. It's a daily thing. It's a daily and picking up your cross. It's a daily yeah. being a husband or a wife or a father. Yeah. And, the, and the Apostle Paul says to him, when we pray for our governing authorities, so that we may live peaceful and quiet lives, yeah. godly and dignified in, in every way. Yeah. So we are to pray so for a, for peaceful times, yes. not when we're having to have an underground church because we fear persecution. <laughs> right. We are to, the ideal is that we live peaceful and quiet lives. And so God wants us to live lives in this present world where we just wake up, have a cup of coffee, put in our nine to five, right. come home, <laughs> watch TV, talk to our spouse about how their day went. Like God wants us to live. The, 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 the ideal is for us to live these very average, ordinary lives. And so taking up your cross is fulfilled a lot of times normally in what you're talking about, yeah. these yeah. everyday yeah, 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 yeah. lifestyle yeah. living. It doesn't yeah. always have, it, it's not mo- mostly, it's not, and it hasn't in his throughout church history, there are, there are unique seasons where Christians have had mm-hmm. to run from the sword yeah. Yeah, and yeah. fear yeah. persecution, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. where that was more literal. But most of church history is, okay, I'm waking up at five o'clock in order to plant some seeds in order for me to feed my family. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the mother has to bake bread and sow for her kids. And this was just the average life. And so what does taking up your cross look like it looks right. like feeding the poor it looks yes. like you know it looks like not gossiping it looks right. like speaking right. positively to, uh, of people and blessing people right and, uh, forgiving your your enemies which right. is what jesus you had know, and, yeah. Yeah. the disciples yeah. doing right well, and when I, they were in three years yeah. of ministry was that yeah right. and, and it's the it's the simple fact of on the daily like pursuing righteousness mm-hmm. that because right. that is hard Pursuing righteousness yes. is hard. And, and the example of that pursuing righteousness looks like a guy who's at work, who's married, and he's having issues with his wife right. and his coworker starts hitting on him right. and starts and starts, right. you know, opening up a door right. to say, hey, if you ever want to get a drink after work, right. he's carrying his cross because Absolutely. he needs to get his butt out of that space right away, you know, get in his car, go to prayer, get around men, tell them, yo, this is what I'm struggling with. Go to the Lord and say, God, my mind has raced ahead of me. This is what it is. Lord, I need you to move in my marriage. It looks like a person who's in a relationship with someone that they're not married and they know they shouldn't be with because it's not benefiting their spiritual walk and saying, Lord, give me the strength to make a decision that I know is not 
pursuing righteousness? Is it making me holy? Isn't X, Y, and Z like that's the cross? A lot of right. time, it's the pain of a decision or a, or a, or or mind of what Resisting you're thinking. And yeah. yeah, and so you're carrying your cross. Like I got, I got to do that every day. I have anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have to make sure anger doesn't breed in. I have to make sure resentment doesn't burrow in. I have to make sure unforgiveness doesn't doesn't creep in. I have to make sure that you know uh, hate towards my mm-hmm. wife doesn't come. You know, it's like uh, frustration from my kids. You know, like. Those are the Ooh, things every day that talk. you're just like, oh, I'm talking, you know, no, I have a great relationship with her. But those things creep. You think, yeah. I think, Caleb, I'm gonna- have you been angry? With the- yeah, yeah. Have you? <laughs> yes. has this- he was yes, testing you. Come on, Dumb cup. I have to crucify my flesh and not let <laughs> anger rise up. Now let me ask Jessica. That's what you that wanted. You should have done that last week. If you are listening, Pastor Adam just threw a cup across the room. So Chelsea, that was suffering. Caleb's coffee pump and threw it across. That was suffering. And he failed the test. He just carried his cross. No, he failed to carry his cross because he resisted anger. The Lord. What? <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was chastising you. As well. <laughs> Case in point of failing uh, a test of the Lord and, and not carrying your cross. That's that exactly. was so. I have to work on anger. I have to work. Wow. Remove this cup from me. <laughs> Dude, for a guy with ADHD, the worst thing you could do is cleansing the temple. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. For someone with ADHD, the worst thing you could do is start introducing well, that was sounds. Right after and you elements. said, I, "I'm tempted not to hate my wife," so now we know what you're tempted to do at home. Yeah. <laughs> throw, throw stuff. Now I know I, what I, to I'm, agitate. I punched him. a wall one or two times. I'm actually very docile and quiet oh, in our very, arguing. Yes, very, he very much is. Doesn't very, say a lot. Uh, yes. I, I pride myself on my control of emotions, oh, believe gosh. it or not. But you're a brother, so it's different. Oh, so. I'm glad you. I, I, I'm glad you finished it. Took a minute, but hey, we got there. No, to be on, to be honest, to be honest, I I knew what I was talking about, so I thought it would make good content. I really wasn't in my emotions. Yeah. I thought it would be script. funny. Yeah. yeah, I thought it would be funny as well. That's hilarious. Thank you, Phil. Phil's getting Caleb's eyes. Man, sorry, bro. Thank you, man. Caleb did all of that. <laughs> I'm banning ice and cups for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring hot drinks next time. My gosh. That was hot drinks. If funny. you're listening to us on audio, this guy has had an empty Starbucks cup with ice Literally. for at no, least 20 that. minutes. No, yeah. they hurt for no. at least 20 minutes. No, he had a big gulp from Starbucks, and he would... He finished it 30 minutes ago. And, sure yeah. <laughs> and you know, the computers now have all these, these smart systems, so Corey and Jermaine will remove all the back... So that's the thing. A lot of people may not, in audio, they might clean it up by then, so you wouldn't know what Caleb was doing because God. they can remove that I stuff. Thought, I thought he know? was gargling the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he thought it was Listerine. Getting it yeah. It's like freebies. Once the ice melts, you get a whole nother drink. Oh, my God. Yeah. A watered well, down one. I'll buy you another drink. Golly. <laughs> a warm one this time. Well, case in point on how hard it is to carry your cross. Yes. It's less about, it's not always just about having to wait to lose your job or to go through. It's it's someone drinking a Starbucks cup, shaking their ice for an hour and a half <laughs> while you have headphones on that can hear a mouse walk across really? the room. I could hear it. 
<laughs> How come I didn't hear it in mine? I just heard. Hang I on. literally started laughing when you said wife and then she was. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought at the beginning of, of the podcast. There's no way he can hold his pee this long. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, he ran out. And a lot of people, but yeah, if you're listening in on, on audio back first in the first back in the George I Lucas clip, he ran out and so he didn't yeah, even hear the video, time. but he knew it. So this was good. <laughs> All right, so this was a fun episode. It was light yeah, at first, and then it. we got into some some very rich and and riveting topics. Riveting. Thank you to everyone who continues yeah. to love this show. Here's the thing. I meant to do it like 45 minutes ago, but that means if you made it this far, you, you are, are very special. Mm. We have locked in our Mother's Day episode that we're doing. Ooh. Yes. We're going to be doing it with my mom who's yeah. locked in. We're nice. lo finishing doing my grandma. grandma. Mm. So we're going to have a conversation on motherhood. Um, might be nice. Maybe you and Sanaj join. You guys yeah. can hang out with Chelsea and Nancy do, over there. The audience we're doing it. Uh, I'm getting to that uh, point. Thank you so much. For we're tag teaming. <laughs> no. this is a tech so right now, Sorry. where can they go, Chelsea? ALFC.faith. Oh, it's on the website. So the, right it, now? By the time. So right now, if you got this far on the website is your opportunity. And here's the thing. We're not putting it on social media or anything. It's for those who have made it this far on this episode, okay? So the, the true fans, the true f community of Beyond the Letter, if Love you've it. listened this yeah. far, that means you got an hour and four, 50 minutes into this podcast. Okay. We only have 30 seats. Is that what we're doing, 30? 30. We only have 30 seats. We're going to remove the wall that's behind Caleb. It is removable. We're going to open up this room up. We're going to do studio audience. So only fun. mothers for this one, okay? Yeah. This is only mothers. We'll have... Other stuff in the future and stuff like that, but this is only for mothers. You can be single mother, married mother, but you have to be a mother. Married mother. And you go to the <laughs> website, <laughs> and you have to be a female mother. And so you go to the website, alfc.faith, and you, can, you can register to it. It's during our normal filming thing, so you might have to take off a day for work or move things around, get a sitter. It's going to be on Thursday, May 4th at 11 a.m. is when we're going to record and here's the thing: only if you register, you could come. We don't have we don't have enough space in this small in the small studio mm -hmm. to kind of do more than thirty. So if you register and you got your ticket, then you're locked in. You can also submit a question on mothering on motherhood that uh, it may be chosen. And if it is chosen, you'll get to ask the question live on the show. And we're just gonna have a conversation with my mom and how she raised us, which. Um, She's she was an incredible, incredible kind of stay at home mother most of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so she was very involved and she was very active uh, in our lives. And um, uh, her temperament is quite a joy. I will say this. If you think Caleb frustrated me with the ice, my mom does v frustrate me. And so <laughs> and so you may see that emotion come out. <laughs> you see that mom, 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 me, me, mom, me and mom's emotions go, go yeah, high yeah, a lot, yeah. you know? Oh, so, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so it'll be a fun passion time. And then if we're able to get my grandma Pauline, Pastor Diego's mom, she is... Um, I want to say the least if you've never seen any of the women's stuff. She She's is a, a very cannon. transparent. So very transparent. <laughs> very transparent. Very. And we just celebrated this past Saturday her 80th, 80th. birthday. And we had all yes. a bunch of her grandkids Beautiful. together and we all had a blast. And so so uh we're gonna bring an audience in for that. We're gonna have a lot of fun uh, working on the Father's Day one. 
but this is the Mother's Day one. So you can go to the website, alfc.faith, mm-hmm. register, ask the question. Uh, please, before you register, make sure you can come to that because yeah. we want to make sure we fill the room. So don't try to take a ticket just to take it and then not show up. So only do it if you can. Otherwise, everybody else is going to have fun. I'm sure the team will move a camera on the audience and all that. So it'll be a really unique episode for our Mother's Day episode. Excited. Can't wait. Good. Can't wait. Do you got any mothering questions, Ashley? No, I don't. Okay, well, no, let's end the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. God bless you. God bless. God bless. <laughs>